Flex, what are some of your uh, fond memories of playing uh, with the Cleveland Browns? Obviously, um, uh, I got a couple of things I'm going to say about you. Another couple of questions I'm going to ask, but can you anything come to mind? Well, I, I just know that, you know, our team was, was just a very close-knit team. Uh, I, you know, I, you know, we, I, th- I think we all got along and we all hung out a lot together, you know, because I, I've been with, with, uh, a couple of different, I, I was, you know, I play, played with the Vikings. I played in Canada, uh, you know, college is a little di- college is a little different, but, but I just felt when I was with the Browns, we just, we, the cohesiveness that we had was just unbelievable because, you know, when we would go out, we'd go out as a team. And you, you on and off fine. the field, yeah. yeah. And and you look, you look at to the, even today's with All today's the Browns and today's players, you might see one or two here or there. But when you'd see us, you'd you'd see ten to fifteen to twenty of us there at, a, at an event or you know at a place. Yeah, you know, it, would, it would be, we, it would, we'd yeah. blame the linemen. It would be line yeah, parties. Exactly. There'd be, be no <laughs> linemen with us. Yeah. Remember, we used to go to like uh, uh, TGI Friday. Fridays on I mean, Fridays on Thursday. Fridays on Thursdays, and then we go to just it was just a a, a a great place, and then it was people to where the fans knew that they could show up, and we would talk to them, and it was just a a, a great cohesiveness togetherness we had with the fans as well, and I think that's the reason why, I think that's the reason why we're still loved in Cleveland as much as we are. Hey uh, Felix, why don't you let's let's jump to this team uh, right now, this Cleveland Browns football team. Uh, what do, what do you think of this team? What do you think of the coaches? What do you think of this team? The talent they have on this on this football team? Uh, just give us some uh, feedback on that. Well, I, I think I think they're very talented. I think we have a lot of talent, but we just it just I don't know for whatever reason we just can't put it together. I was really disappointed in the last season, to where we 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 you know just couldn't put it together as far as just put some wins together. Uh, you know. I, you know, I, the talent was there. I mean, I, I just, I, I don't, I can't put my finger on it. What it was, the reason why we couldn't pull some things off because of the talent, I think, was there. You know, you know, they had the two running backs. They, they had some. They got, they got the tight end position taken care of. They got the wide receivers that they needed. You know, on defense, you know, there were some holes. You know, in, in the in the secondary and, you know, in the linebacking court. But you know, we had the two. You know you know, outstanding defensive ends that we needed and the guys in the middle. Hey, what do you think about I, speaking with the defensive backs and you say like some holes in the defense with uh, yeah. with uh, John Johnson leaving and then yeah. uh, Thornhill coming in, you having the, and again, don't want to sound like a suck up, but an awesome week safety. You have a little bit of expertise in, in what it takes yeah. to be awesome here in Cleveland playing that position. Yeah. Um, I like John Johnson, but they, they, there was some communication issues and stuff. You were notoriously known for being ball hawking, but Flex actually yeah. wanted to actually compliment you and at some point talk through some of the awesome hits. And when I think yeah. of you, I think of the interceptions. God, I think of like that 1989 mm-hmm. season when you were leading the league in picks and that hit you had in the AFC playoff game against Don Beebe and the uh, yeah. Buffalo Bills. So yeah. for, yeah, for I, mothers, I think, I think, for mothers out there who don't, who are worried about concussion issues, you don't right. want, you don't want your sons to be hit by a Felix, Wright. Cause <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate that, Bernie. I think, I think as a safety, you gotta, you gotta be both, you know, you gotta, 
you got to you got to be that ball hawk, but but also you got to be you got to come up and you got to be that aggressive guy that kind of sets the tone. And you know when 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 we played, you know we had guys like Ronnie Lott and guys like that would come up and 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 knock you out. Kenny and so, Easley, and you Easley. know, yeah, Kenny Easley and. Man, if we, Felix we right. Super, Felix. super, super duper, super duper guys back then. And hey, there, but. hey, Flex, I'm sorry to cut you up, but I'm getting goosebumps as you say that. I can't let a great conversation of the great safeties in the history of the NFL. And I, I think debatably, nobody would debate with us that Ronnie Lott is up there as one of the great NFL safeties that ever played. Flex, you're oh, a absolutely. great one. And one of the things I was talking with Top Dog about this, wanted to talk with you about, is the great, late, great Donnie Rogers. He was oh, equally man. as awesome, if not the precursor to Ronnie Lott, and was such Absolutely. an influence. And you coming from the Canadian League and being an all-star over there, you didn't come right over with a, a layup to say, hey, I'm going to start at week safety. Donnie right. Rogers was the best safety in the yeah, league, Rogers, and I Rogers think was the man back there for sure. So for you to, he, to he, be, was, he was the next coming great safety that was going to happen, no doubt. So you know, and we we went through a lot of strong safeties. You know, we you know we had you know Al Gross, Chris Rockins, Ray Ellis, went through a lot there. But uh, and in fact, we we really haven't been stable at that position since you know since back then, as far as now. I don't you know I I think our the, our safety now that we have is Delpit. I mean, I like Delpit. I think uh, he, he came through and he made some he made some plays last year. Uh, but you know, I think I think our secondary we need to we need to work on our tackling. But you know, it, it's it's kind of a catch twenty two with the tackling thing because I th I thought, you know, with Hanford and Minifield and myself, I thought we were excellent tacklers, and uh, and intimidators. Whereas I don't I don't think we're very good tacklers right now in our secondary. But you can't really work on it because of the concussion deal. Yeah, that, you, you know, know that, it's it's kind of a league wide concern or, or staple of uh, tackling issues. And unfortunately, we have that here with our team. You yeah. guys are amazing. I mean, not saying this to be overly nice, but no, you guys are friggin' amazing at how you hit and stuff, and a really kind of a tribute to the physicalness of it, and even the strong safeties. Yeah. Uh, you know, Al Grove, um, Rock. Yeah. Uh, Ray Ellis from from uh, Canton down here. You know, Absolutely. the physicalness of the game back then, uh, defensive backs and hitting. It's you know we, we missed tackles are an issue in the league right now. But and you guys are amazing at how you hit. But the health of how's your health? Um, the, the the strong safeties in the NFL at that uh, during that point of yeah. Uh, of the same yeah, with the yeah, weak the, safeties, the, the, the CT stuff. I, I I I didn't miss any games when I was with the Browns. I mean, even even with all the the hitting that we used to do, I never missed any games. In fact, uh, I don't. I I remember Ham, Hanford and many maybe missing a game, maybe for a hamstring or anything like that. But it wasn't because of a concussion or anything of that of that sort. But we we were a real physical defense. You know, we you know when you're talking about like Eddie Johnson, Chip Banks, Clay Matthews. Man, those guys were coming up knocking people out as well. Uh, and then the guys that we had up front, you know, the, the big guys and Bubba Baker, Big Daddy Carl Harrison, Tazuli. You, you know, know, you know, Flex, those names can keep bringing back uh, awesome memories, goosebumps in me. And I'm, as I'm looking at this, looking at your eyes as we're doing this, and for maybe young quarterbacks, young receivers out there, 
um, was telling Hanford this, and you've heard me talk talk to you about this. As a young quarterbacks, I always looked at. I didn't look at my receivers. You don't look at the football. You don't look at your feet. You don't look at the ground. You're always looking up and under center or in the court in the shotgun, looking through the Mike linebackers' eyes, but dead into um, the weak safety's eyes. Yeah. And I practiced that excessively. So whether it was Donnie Rogers my first year and or you for the majority of my career, that influence of one, I'd rather look I'd rather look at Gab than your eyes all the time, okay? <laughs> but the ability to study you and look at that and the games that we played in practice and for young quarterbacks out there, how you manipulate and use your eyes to to throw defenses off is is a kind of a lost art today. And too oh, many quarterbacks now stare down where they're going. And again, as we were even doing this podcast, it, it resurrects back some of the memories in this concussed brain of just trying to stare at you and coming up with ways and little eye contacts and little flickers of eye movements that you would use on an opposing weak safety. I'd practice that against you in practice. I noticed in res in reverse your fixation and studying um, me and the quarterback. Could you kind of explain, like, for young safeties out there, that ability to kind of take in the whole the whole uh, spectrum of the play, analyzing and by reading people's eyes? Because you were really adept as a guy who, you know, led the Canadian Football League in interceptions, led the NFL in interceptions, yeah. twenty nine career NFL picks. You know, you you were adept at reading people's eyes, being intuitive on the field. We 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 you know, Bernie, I've I've been I've been asked that question a lot by you know some younger some younger cats, and then when I go out and speak on occasions about you know some of the eye contact and how do you know, and I just told them it's really the total package. You got to study the quarterback, even when he comes up out of the huddle, his just his mannerisms. Uh, you know, because I've, I've I've intercepted the best. I've intercepted John Elway, Dan Marino, uh, wow, uh, Warren Moon. You know, and uh, you you my, the, the the greatest example. Man, I one have, of the, I'm sorry to interrupt. The, the best interception we were losing twenty one to three at halftime of the 1987 yep. AFC playoff game, AFC championship game at Denver. Not at all a good first half. Denver gets the ball to start the third quarter. As a quarterback, the only thing you don't want to do is throw an interception. Felix Wright picked off the great John Elway to help get us back in the game. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. I, I remember hey, that. Hey, Flex. So uh, do I. Hey, yeah. Flex, I have to say this, though. Uh, as a free safety or strong safety, you have to have great communications with your corners. And that's one thing I could say that we had. We had great communications because, yeah. you know, uh, I could just look at you. I mean, I can look at you. You could tell that I'm getting ready to do something crazy over there on that corner, like jumping out or or uh, jump a hook or something like that where you have to have my back. That's the yeah. – uh, that's the kind of communication that we had with each other, which was great. Hey, could and you, you talk definitely could... would 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 let me know that you're getting ready to do that too. <laughs> right. so I, I expected it. Right. I just couldn't get I just couldn't get you and Minnie to do it at the same time. Right. Uh, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> hey, how's that, how's that work out for uh, this season? Then you know we talked a lot, especially at the beginning of the year. With the uh, miscommunications in the uh, in the secondary and stuff, that was a big point of unfortunately this past season. You're right. Yeah. That was 
almost never did you have that. And we got to give a shout out to our coach, Marty Schottenheimer, who's oh, um, yeah. who put that Marty, together Mar and, and see, saw to it that we did not have those communication issues. Um, he loved yeah. you too, Flex. Marty, Marty was the, it was, is my favorite coach, no, no doubt. I mean, obviously, because he brought me down from Canada. He, he gave me an opportunity. But Marty was a student of the game. And, uh, and, and I, you know, when I came here, I, I used to thought that I was a pretty good studier. But when, yeah. when I got together with Hanford and Minifield, yeah. those guys, they really studied the game level. and studied their, studied their opponent. Uh, you know, and they had to with that, with that ferocious bump and run style they had. Uh, it was unbelievable. So, I, you know, as I, when I go out and speak to, to safeties and, and guys on the football team, I said, you, you got to be a student of the game. So you got to, you got to understand what, what, what they're trying to do to you. And you got to know their every, their mannerisms and what they want to do and, and their alignments and where they align what they want to do. And as far as getting back to that, Bernie, as far as the quarterbacks, Dan Marino was was one of the one of my favorites that I used to go up with because when he would get he would he you know he would he wouldn't be he'd be in the shotgun a lot when he would when he get the ball and back straight up I knew oh to the he, left he was coming to the left and when <laughs> he came out and he turned those shoulders he was going to the right yeah and that's the reason why I got so many interceptions because when I knew that when he turned those shoulders to go to the right I was jumping. He, uh, and uh, hey. I never knew why he could never figure that out. That that's what we 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 knew. He didn't figure he didn't figure it out till I ended up there in the mid nineties. Okay. Oh, oh, you told me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because uh, no, as for me, who's somebody who, who athletically didn't have, uh, who would sometimes give those tells himself. I would study myself and do self scouting on me to make sure I didn't have those tendencies. And if you do, you would trick. You would look for guys like yourself who are astute, knew you were right. studying me, knew you knew, and I'd actually give you those false keys a week or two before, knowing that you were an astute guy. And I would try to play that game of like Ronnie Lott and stuff. Right. Um, so, 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 did Dan know that he was doing those things? Not till the end. Really? Yeah. And part of it, though, too, is, and I was pride myself on being able to throw the ball and throw the ball accuracy. Yeah. Dan Marino throws the ball as beautiful as just about anybody. And he has a great phrase that nobody could beat a perfect throw. So when you have that right. confidence, sometimes you know you're doing it, but you have that belief that I could just do it. Hey. Um, Flex, you showed that you could just do it. You could get it. Yeah. Hey, Flex, got a quick one for you. Uh, yeah. Obviously, everybody, right now you said you've been working for the uh, league for a long, long time, and, and, and you're down on the field. Uh, you're making sure the players' uh, uniforms and everything is up to code. Uh, right. You got any quick stories on that? Because I know you and you watching all these guys. Mm -hmm. Any of them get mad at you? Because when you uh -huh. write on that pad, it's going to cost them money. They are getting <laughs> fined. Yes. Yeah. I tell you what, you know, the fine started $7,500, which is <laughs> – which is crazy. And I've been doing it so long now that everybody, everybody knows me now. And, and, and you know, my intention is the not fashion to find, police. I have to report, yeah. you know, that, and that probably the craziest, probably the craziest story is probably when, when, uh, when Odell wore the watch. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, give us that OBJ uh, watch story. Okay. I was, I was, I was well, hanging with you that afternoon or that night. That, that, was, that was, that was, I don't know. It was real crazy. Cause when we saw him wearing the watch in pregame, we're like, we know he's going to take that thing off, you know, 
but uh and and uh we 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 reported and we said hey man you i mean you I, I, you're not gonna wear that out here are you and he's he's like no 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 i'm not thinking about it but uh but then when he came back out for, with it, it you know what it ended up you know it, it was something he was getting paid to do for which was you know his his own little personal deal but that was probably the craziest thing that we've ever had to talk about and had to get it removed. And he finally did get it removed, uh, you know, at the end of the game, but then he wore it the next game and they, you know, so it, it was just one of those deals. I always tell the guys, I said, Hey, if you're going to give money away, give it back to your parents. Don't give it back to the league. Good deal. And that's, that's really the message I have for all the guys. I, I just tell them, look, you know, we're just here to, to kind of protect the sponsorship you know, which is, you know, Nike's the official apparel sponsor, New Air is the official cab, Gatorade, the official drink, Motorola, the official computer. The Shield. We're just here to take care mm. of those sponsors to, well, they'll still remain to to pay the big dollars and to, and to make sure you guys are comfortable. Hey, uh, said, so we just try not to abuse, try not to abuse the sponsorship because if you were, if you were in their position, you wouldn't want anything sabotaging your, your logo as well. So I, that's kind of the way I kind of explain it to them. I just says, you know, I, I, you know, I had my own style of the way we did things, but we didn't have this when we, when I played. So, you know, yeah, the, with you, the, with the, the uh, orange shoes, but now they the can fashion police shoes, you are they, they can't be spray painted. Hey, yeah, since you're so familiar with the uniforms, is there an era or color combo you, you like the best Felix? I, well, for, for the Browns, I mean, we always wore white. I, I really enjoyed the white, but yes, the, 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 the for the current Browns, I, I like, I like the all Brown. I don't mind the all Brown. I, and I like the orange pants too. We never got, to, we never got a chance to wear the orange pants. They, uh, but, uh, I know half of you wore the orange pants. Yeah, right? I did. I did. You guys did. are, I you did. guys are more fashionable than me there. Um, <laughs> Hey, Flex, well, I, well, I'm, I'm thinking still of the, our, our awesome Marty Schottenheimer comments and, one of the things I, I, I think about in today's game, and I think about you playing safety and ball hockey, and as pertains to our new team, you know, we got Elijah Moore in the trade. We got Marquise Goodwin. We got some yeah. uh, younger fat or, or, or smaller, faster guys to get up onto the safety. <laughs> I thought you was going to say younger fat. Oh, younger faster. <laughs> but I, as I think of you playing safety, and I think of Marty Schottenheimer, and I was just down with the Dolphins talking with Vic Fangio, old school defensive coordinator, and how – Marty Schottenheimer, his awesome attention to detail. Dave Adolph, his oh, yeah. each step, attention to detail. Know everything you do. We see so much cover four, cover two, two deep, five under zone in the NFL. Very similar to what we played an inordinate amount back then when it wasn't press man coverage. I see Dave Adolph. I see, God bless Marty Schottenheimer, both of them still upstairs in heaven looking down, screaming at the new age coaches and of not getting a jam on the slots, right. getting free yeah. releases. So yeah. now you have a fast, small receiver, okay, in the slot, and you don't jam him. Okay, in, my, in the old days, I would want him on that safety. I'd have a fast guy on you immediately, and that's why you would uh, the linebackers, Clay Matthews, Chip Banks, Great Eddie Johnson, they jam and hold the heck out of you so you can't get that release. I see Absolutely. those releases now. I think it'd be torturous, tough to play a safety. You're, the, the version of safety you played where these, yeah. the, the, the receivers get on you ASAP. Because well, you, don't, you don't have time to read the play, you know, the line of scrimmage. 
because they're because the receivers on you so quick. You you got the guys like Tyreek Hill, Cheetah, who's just like on you within seconds. So you don't have time to really go through all your progression and all your reads that you need to. But you know, with uh, I I really don't understand that still today that. The reason why our cornerbacks just don't do bump and run. They call it bump and run. They'll get up there and act like they're going, but they actually they just, just run. They <laughs> just run and trail. They don't get their hands on them. I don't understand why they don't get their hands on it to disrupt the pattern. Flex, you know, two things Minnie and I made sure we did. When we were in cover seven, there was two things we were going to make sure that uh, uh, that we uh, we weren't going to let the receiver get it in the outside, get an outside release. Oh and God! We were we were not going to let the receiver get a clean release oh. because right. if we let him get on the outside and we gave him a clean uh, clean release, we know the receiver was going to get on flex really really yeah. quick, and we didn't want him coming back cussing us out, looking at us crazy. <laughs> right? No, you, Marty Shaw and I were the, uh, and Dave Adolf, they lived for yeah. jam and force, yeah, yeah. jam hitting force. Never force. That's right. I can hear Flex now. Get on me that fast, you know. Too quick, you know. Yeah, man. Hey, I, 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 I had a short temper out on the field. Yeah, man. I never don't let him get on me that fast. Hey, you guys bring up Marty quite a bit. These, these guys like to go down memory lane. I know Bernie, you keep bringing up Marty, the great, as you say. I'll do my impression of yes, the great thank Marty you. Schottenheimer. But Felix, do you have any good stories? You did mention he's your favorite coach. Why? Yes. Well, you know what? Some of the other great memories is, is, uh, is, uh, and Bernie, I, th- I think you remember this is that probably one of the greatest memories in the, in, in the camaraderie we had was the bus rides. Exactly. <laughs> the bus rides and plane rides. Exactly. <laughs> to the hotel, to the hotel from the trip. Those, those were the best times and the, and the most laughs we, we had. We, we laughed. Hey, is that and why uh, yeah, playing talking smack and playing liars poker on the bus rides and stuff? <laughs> Were you guys? Did you guys start the lay the seed for me to do the gambling that got me in trouble here at the end of the year? Hey man, it was on the bus rides. Hey, hey flex. Everybody was trying to get on that one bus, wasn't it? That's right. <laughs> hey, that's because right. It, it was, that was so much fun. Hey, man. Was, hey gab on that one bus. That. If you did something you wasn't supposed to do the night before, everybody knew about it. Oh, yes. We was gonna tell you. We have have a story you know we there's a guy there's a guy we got we, we, we gave him a chance to confess first you know if he want to confess we'll tell a little bit more of the story you know <laughs> finally finally they say oh we don't want any more of this coming out this time it was me it was me <laughs> what, kind of, what kind of trouble did hanford get in hey, Felix? None, uh, hey flex yeah, tell him none yeah. straight 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 arrow dog you know hey, but the ability to talk about it, hey. laugh about it, and generally, uh, seriously, as Flex, you're talking about, we had so much fun being together that that camaraderie and bond, and it's not to make this a statement about life and, and culture today, but you know, when we busted each other's chops, Flex, when you said you got angry, you got a short temper, and you yelled at Top Dog or myself, or vice versa, we did the same. We had right. been so much together. We had built up so much um, love and brotherhood yeah. together that, you know, a little foobar or mess up or mistake, it, you know, we didn't let it bend us out of shape. And I Absolutely. see today, man, my God, you spent 10 years with yeah. somebody, you help them out, and then you say one or two things stupid, and they crush you forever. Man, let's lighten up a little on <laughs> hey, everybody. Hey, I'll That's say right. this before you, right. before you leave us. Uh, Gab was talking about a Marty Schottenheimer story, and I think I've told it before. 
But I never will forget, we were in a meeting and Flex, I don't know whether you, you guys were with us then or not, but Marty says, um, uh, everybody leave this damn meeting except Hanford Dixon. <laughs> and when he said that, Gab, Dave, <laughs> BK, I don't have to tell you, uh, you and Flag. I knew I was in trouble. <laughs> I knew. These guys today, man, they couldn't get away with half of the stuff they got away with if Marty Schottenheimer was the coach. And one thing about Marty Schottenheimer team, there was always a well-prepared team for the ball game. Yes. Well-prepared. Yeah, I mean, Friday's walkthroughs. Um, we went through every situation that would happen or could possibly happen during a game. I mean, and I feel bad at times because at times we joked, like, why are we taking a safety from the two-yard line? And why is the punter, Jeff Gossage, running around the back of the end zone every Friday afternoon at 1.30 right. when we want to leave and look at our film to get out to get ready and stuff? Yet he had a, he had a, a purpose and an attention to detail that – and when I was younger, I think some of us, sometimes we made fun of it. I'm so, you know, reflective and, and um, thankful to have had that type of teaching now. And, and actually, Gab, I do say the great Marty Schottenheimer uh, on purpose a lot to not only just for myself, but for the listeners out there, because too much is made. And I, I don't have my Super Bowl ring on me today, but too much is made of a Super Bowl ring and that. And I'm so blessed to have it. So I know it's maybe easier to say when you have one, but... You know, Marty Schottenheimer won more games than just about any coach. He's in the top five of regular season wins. He's played an inordinate amount of playoff games. He's a Hall of Fame coach, and, and for him to kind of be limited because of some of the AFC Championship messes that he had, um, um, yeah. I would rather be in the top four of the NFL season and in those games than not. And Marty Schottenheimer for multiple decades hey, flex. was the man. Flex, I wish we can uh, go on uh, on and on, but Gab has given us that uh, funny look that she always gives us when it's time to uh, wrap this up. But, man, BK and I, we, we, we cannot thank you enough for coming on with us, man, just uh, sharing some um, stories and talk about yeah. a little bit your journey uh, to the NFL. I thought it was a little long, but... Uh, <laughs> But but we wait when you lead yeah, when yeah. you lead multiple uh, professional <laughs> leagues in interceptions. Okay, you're allowed to. And when you make plays like that, and hey, and for the younger listeners out there, they you know to say like. I, I intercepted every game, Warren Moon, yeah. the John Elway yeah. interceptions, Dan Marino interceptions. I'm not saying this to be funny. We owned the Bengals uh, and the Steelers yeah, yeah. at that oh, era, boom, man. Boom. I mean, Boomer. For, and, uh, hey, hey, don't forget, I got Joe Montana, too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you got, got I, I would say the trifecta, but I think I, we just named about six yeah. QBs here. So <laughs> as a finance major, I got to come yeah. up with a better word yeah. than that <laughs> dog we appreciate it hey love you brother right. you matter hey, you guys have a good one thanks great great show bk 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 another good show my friend good stuff brother i love our off season you got it man well you have a good day you have it we'll see you brother <laughs> you matter go browns